Thank you, Justin. Well, uh, welcome to our first ever live stream only service, and I hope it's the only live stream only service that we ever have, uh, but we're really glad that you are tuning in with us today. Uh, if you're uh, watching us on Facebook, let us know that you're with us. Uh, give us a shout, give us a wave, um, let us know that you're there, and uh, let us know where you're watching from and who you're watching with. That'll be, that'll be good, so you know, it's kind of like taking roll, I guess, if you want to do it that way. Um, if you have any prayer needs, we want to know about that too, so you can uh, let us know there, you can write it down below, uh, or you can direct message us, and we'll be glad to, to we want to pray with you, so, so please be doing that. So we started a series last week called Playlist, and we are, no pun intended, but we're pressing pause on Playlist, um, and we're going to, I want to share with you this morning a couple of things. I posted a video earlier in the week, and I was like, yeah, we're going to meet, it's going to be great, we're going to do things a little differently, but we're going to meet, and then things continue to develop during the week. But in that first video, I shared three things that I would like to talk a little bit more uh, deeply about, just to kind of dig into it a little bit, about what do we do, what do we do whenever life is crazy? What do we do when the world seems to go crazy? What, what do we do? How do we respond to that? Uh, this is a really weird time that we're in. I've never really preached to an empty room before. I mean, I, I sometimes will practice in my living room uh, and my dog's there and stuff, but um, you know, this is just weird, and it's weird for tons of churches all over the country today, but it doesn't mean, just as Justin prayed, it doesn't mean that, that the Spirit is any less present. It doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit of God is any less at work today just because we're not all able to gather together. Um, the Spirit of God is alive and well and is moving, and our dependence is on that today, is in Him today. Um, I want to say one thing before we really jump into the message, and that is there's a lot of churches today that are uh, probably trying for the very first time this crazy new technology called live stream, and I'm really thankful. We live stream every single week, and I'm thankful for the ministry that uh, Josh Harrell, our communications director, and his team have and have had, and, and I just want to say this like out there for people to hear, Josh, your ministry is phenomenal, and um, it's important all the time, but I can't think of a time when it's not more, as important as it is right now for us to be able to do what we're doing and ministering uh, to so many people. So thank you for what you're doing. And um, those of you, I say, those of you watching, you're watching. So uh, say good job to Josh if you would. So um, what do we do? How do we respond to the, the craziness? How do we respond to this? Um, there's two responses I think we could be doing. One could be, you know, the sky is falling and we're freaking out and, and, and we're doing like we see a lot of people doing. Or the other response could be, you know, as Christians that we're just kind of floating around on a cloud strumming a harp, you know, kind of like completely unaffected by what's going on. And I think that, that for a lot of people, for Christians, they're, they're doing one of the other. How do we respond as the church? How do we respond as Christ followers 
to what's going on in the world. I mean, there's, there's natural disasters that happen. There's, there's this, this pandemic. There's, there, there's things that occur that go on in our lives. You know, the, the stock market's acting crazy. Like, how do we respond? Well, the first thing we do, and it's not just like a trite answer. It's not just a, oh, you're supposed to give this answer. This is true. The very first thing we should do when the world is crazy is we pray. We pray. We are people of prayer. We are the body of Christ. Prayer is our lifeline. Prayer is our only communication with God. Why would we not pray? We pray. Our first response to when the world is going crazy is to pray. Our porch kids. Of course, we meet on Sundays when we're having worship. But we meet every Wednesday night, too. And we started a series in January called Fear Busters. Fear Busters. And we have been talking every Wednesday night about how we can bust our fears. And the very first night of, of the series that we started in January, we were asking the kids, like, what are some things you're afraid of? And we got, you know, kind of the normal run-of-the-mill stuff. We got spiders. We got snakes. Uh, clowns. Um, here's one that I agree with, Elmo. Um, one of the kids was really afraid of their Elmo doll they had when they were little, and they're still afraid of it. Uh, afraid of flying. I mean, all these things they're afraid of. And we've been talking about, okay, how does God help you to bust those fears so those fears don't control you? And, and so they've been talking about these things. And I can promise you that when we started this series in January, our kids' pastor, Kristen, had no idea that there would be a global pandemic upon us just a couple of months later. But here we are nonetheless. And the truth of God's word remains the same whether we're talking about spiders or a virus. And there's a key verse in the series called Fear Busters that we're doing with the kids. And it's one of the first verses I've ever learned. It's a verse I've shared with you before in messages. Um, but it's this out of Psalm 34, 4. And the promise is here. And this is the, the key verse that we've been teaching our kids. And it's this. I sought the Lord... And he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. When we pray, see, that's what seeking the Lord is, okay? That, that's, what, that's prayer. Calling out to the Lord, seeking the Lord, praying. That's all meaning the same thing. When we seek the Lord, he answers us. And, and so, just to point out something that might not automatically click in your mind, because God answers us, I want you to hear this, because sometimes we doubt this. Because God answers us, that means obviously He hears us. And how many times have you, have I wondered, God, do you even hear my prayers? He does. So the psalmist writes, I sought God, I prayed to God, I, I called out to God, and He heard me and He answered me. And then it says this, he delivered me from all my fears. He, he took me away from my fears. He, he took me where I was in that fearful state and he removed me from that place. Now that might be a physical place that the psalmist is writing about or it could be a, a psychological place, an emotional place that we're in a spiritual place but God removed the writer of this psalm from their fear. Now I want to point out something else. It doesn't say that God delivered what was scary and took the scary thing away. 
It says that, that the, the psalmist is, is told, is, is delivered from being afraid of what was scary. See, sometimes we want God just to remove the scary. We want him to remove the spider, remove the snake, remove Elmo if you got to, remove the clown, remove the pandemic, remove the virus, remove what's going on in the world where things are crashing and going down and, and it seems like the world's falling apart. God, would you stop it? Would you take it away? God's promises and his love is for us. And so he will deliver us from the fear of these things. And so when we pray, we are, you know what we're doing when we pray? Because see, when I'm afraid, I know God's word says I call on him. I could call on my husband. When I was younger, I could call on my dad. I mean, he's still around, but I, you know, I, you know, hey, dad, can you help? You know, this is what we do. But, but we call on God, and you know why? Because God has authority. God has authority. We, when we call out to him, we are declaring, God, you have authority in my life. When we call out to him, we say, God, you have authority over this world. God, you have authority in this situation. You have authority in this circumstance. And I have a tendency sometimes to not declare God's authority. It doesn't take away from his authority. But my goodness, as a person of faith, I should be declaring God's authority over all things, especially those things that are scary. And that's what we're teaching our kids in this series is to how do they bust those fears well they call on God they call on God so I said what do we do when the world's falling apart how do we respond as Christians the first thing we do is we pray and and so we pray and so I this is what I would say to you if you haven't been praying if you've been feeling fear and anxiety about what's going on in the world right now pray Pray like you've never prayed before. And I want to point out something else. Maybe you don't really pray as much as you would like to. You know, maybe you have intentions to pray. Like maybe right now you're watching this with your spouse and you have intentions to pray with your spouse, but you just don't do it. Like things come up. You have intentions to pray with your kids more besides the bedtime prayers. And you want to and you have every intention, but things happen and you don't pray you know maybe it's with your roommate some of your closest friends you have intention to pray more but you just don't do it pray the psalmist says I sought the Lord seek the Lord seek the Lord together seek the Lord allow this this fearful moment in the world to draw you together to pray Now, the writer didn't say that they were the very best seeker-outer of the Lord. I know, I just made up a word. He just said he sought the Lord. He didn't say he was really good at it. Uh, didn't say that he was comfortable with it. It just says that he did it. It just says, I sought the Lord. And so that's what I would say to you. Just do it. Just pray. Are you afraid right now? Then pray. Are, are you anxious? Then seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Are you paranoid right now? Pray. Are, are you stockpiling toilet paper? Repent. Mm -hmm. This coming week, 
we as a staff, surprise Justin, um, as a staff, we're going to be sharing prayer times this week. You're going to have videos from us at different times during the week, and we're going to be sharing prayer with you. Um, We're going to offer ways, we're going to pray with you, and we're going to encourage you to pray. Uh, And so we want to be intentional with you as your staff to pray with you this week. So how do we respond when the world's going crazy and everything's falling apart? First and foremost, we pray. Secondly, this is what we do. We want to make sure, and I mentioned this earlier in the week in, in my first video when I thought we were still meeting for worship, but I said this, we want to make sure that we navigate all that's going on with wisdom instead of with fear. We don't want fear to drive us. We want to navigate what's going on with wisdom instead of fear. And folks, this should be true of anything, not just when there's a global pandemic, but, but we should not be making decisions out of fear. We should navigate this with wisdom fear is not of the lord and so we don't want to make decisions out of fear we want to be wise we want to listen that's why we i said one thing on on wednesday and another thing on friday because as we listened as we saw it and as we asked questions of people who knew what was going on we made a decision out of wisdom we wanted to make a decision that was best for our community and i'll tell you this Um, I didn't want to cancel today's worship service. Justin didn't want to cancel today's worship service. Josh didn't. Kristen didn't. None of us wanted to cancel the opportunity for us to corporately get together and worship today. None of us wanted to do that. We wanted to be here praising God together, but, but something else was in store. We felt, though, that it was wise to do this this week. It was the wise thing to do. We don't, we don't know what next Sunday holds. We have no idea right now. But I can tell you this. We will be wise and we will be prayerful about those decisions. You, in, in these next two weeks, especially if you've got kids at home who are not in school, are going to need to make some wise decision, decisions in what you do with the time that you have. Be wise with these things. This is what scripture tells us out of James chapter 1 verse 5. And I love this because it, it, it just it speaks right to the heart of it. It just it goes right at it. Verse 5 says this, if you need wisdom. I, I love how that starts because when do we not? <laughs> okay. But if you need wisdom, ask our generous God. He's not too busy with what's going on in the world right now. He's not too stingy. He is a generous God. If you need wisdom, and I would say, I'll go ahead and answer that question for you. You do, as do I. Then ask your generous God, and this is the promise, and he will give it to you. Just as when we call on him, he will answer us and deliver us from our fears. James 1.5 says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God. And he will give it to you. He's not withholding wisdom from those who seek it. He's not saying, well, you know, you should have asked before now. No, God wants us to seek him. He wants to give us wisdom. He wants to give us directions. He wants us to lean into him and depend on him and rely on him for our choices. And then the last part of the verse says this, he will not rebuke you for asking. 
He's not going to chastise you and say, okay, knucklehead, why hadn't you been asking me for wisdom all this time? No, he will, he will be generous with you and give you the answers that you seek, the wisdom that you're desiring. So what do we do when the world is falling apart, when everything's going crazy, when there's a pandemic going on? First and foremost, we need to pray like we never have before. We need to be intentional about praying. Secondly, we need wisdom. We need to navigate out of wisdom instead of out of fear. I'll just add this. Wisdom is of the Lord. Fear is not. If you find yourself falling into the category of fear, speak that out loud. This is not of the Lord. Wisdom is of the Lord. Fear is not. I am not going to be afraid. I am not going to be handcuffed by this. I am not going to be bound up by fear. I need your wisdom, God. Now here's the third thing that I would say we should do as followers of Christ, as the church, in responding to what's going on in the world. Is that we need to make sure that we are not looking out for our own self-preservation. Just taking care of me or my family. And, and just, you know, that's it. We, we want to think about our entire community. Especially those who are more vulnerable to this virus and those who are dealing with the repercussions of the virus, and I'll explain that a little bit more in a moment. So the third thing we need to do, first pray, then navigate with wisdom instead of fear, and the third thing is this, is we need to choose to be selfless. Choose to be selfless. Choose. Because see, my go-to is selfish. I gotta choose to be selfless. And this is what Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4 have to say about this. Again, right to the point, very clear, gets right into it. It says this, don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. And then verse 4, don't look out only for your own interests. See, it'd be really easy to do this right now. What do I need? What does my family need? Let's circle the wagons. Let's, let's just get really tight together. What do we need and only we? I mean, this is why shelves are empty right now. Verse 4 says, Don't look out only for your own interest, but take an interest in others too. It doesn't say forget yourself. It's just saying don't forget other people as well. Take an interest in other people. So we don't want to be just hoarding groceries and toilet paper and, and then you know, sitting at home and streaming you know, movies and TV shows for the next couple of weeks. This isn't what we, what we want to do. As the body of Christ, as, as Christ followers, is that what we're going to do? Is this going to be our response to a world in need, to a world in fear? If we're healthy and able... We want to make sure that we are looking out for the interests of other people. We've got to choose to be selfless. This is what we're called to do as the body of Christ. So I would say this, check on your neighbors. Check on the elderly. Check on, check on those that have less means than you do. Right? Check on, check, please, check in with your friends who have kids. Like in, in a couple of days. Check in on them, seriously, because they're going to need it, right? We'll have a special prayer. We'll make sure that Kristen has a special prayer for moms of lots of kids sometime later this week. 
um, as you're about to lose it. Um, I said this a second ago. I said that we want to look out for the interest of those who are vulnerable to the virus and also those who are vulnerable to the repercussions of the virus. And here's what I mean by that. Um, with the schools closing, being closed over at least the next two weeks, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids in our community who are dependent on at two meals a day from our schools, and they're not getting those meals. And so th they need these. And so as the church, we want to do our part. If you're healthy, if you're able, we're going to be partnering with Second Harvest of South Georgia and we're going to help pack and serve meals and, and, and food to our students and their families these next two weeks. We're going to do this. We, we're going to know the schedule tomorrow. We're going to know the, the packing places and the serving places and the times. And I believe the plan right now is to do it twice a day, breakfast and lunch, just like they do um, at school. And so we're going to get that schedule. We're going to put that out. And we're going to say, hey, Porch Community Church, will you be a part of this? Will you choose to be selfless and help the kids and their families in our community while this is all going on? So we've said it from our inception that, that we will follow Jesus for our community. And folks, this is exactly what that statement means. It is right in front of us. This is as real as it gets. This is how we follow Jesus for our community. When the world is freaking out, we pray, we seek God's wisdom, we choose to be selfless, and we find practical ways to serve people in our community. This is what we do. This is it. This is the gospel right here. This is the gospel come alive right now. This is what we do. And so as this virus is upon us, and it's affecting every aspect of our life, what do we do? I've already said it. We pray we navigate with wisdom. We choose to be selfless. Now, I want to give you a couple of action steps um, based on, on what we've talked about as the porch community. Um, first and foremost, I've already said it. I want to say it again. Pray together. Would you pray together? You're, you're, you're probably, you might be sitting with someone right now watching this. You're not alone. Pray together. If you are alone, be thinking, who is that person that I can pray with? Who is that person we can sit down and pray about what's going on? Pray together. Take the time. I would say when this service is over and the live stream is over, pray. When, when Justin says amen, pray. Don't, don't get up and just run on and go do your thing. Pray. The moment is there. You're there. You're present. Take advantage of this opportunity. So that's one action step. Another action step is this. Stay connected. We stay connected. Uh, check back with us as the church on social media this week, uh, on our website, uh, through email. We're going to be giving out information for opportunities to serve, ways to share online with your kids, with, with prayer, and uh, with the staff, I already told you that, and, and other things that come along. So pray together, stay connected. Another uh, action step, and this is important, let us know how we can help you if you are in need 
if there are, and, and have, maybe has nothing to do with the coronavirus, but you find yourself, may, maybe you're really overwhelmed with anxiousness and, and you're really worried and there's things going on, would you email us? We have an email that's specifically for this. It's nurture at theporchcc.com. CC stands for Community Church, if you need to remember that. Theporchcc.com. Email us. Let us know how we can come alongside of you. Okay, we want to do that as the church. So we pray together, we stay connected, let us know. The fourth thing is, would you continue to support the ongoing ministries of the church? So with, with your faithful giving, would you keep doing that? If you normally give during the offering when we're here at church together, obviously you can't do that, but would you still give today? Would you still make that a priority? You can go to our website, theporchcc.com. You can click on giving, and it'll tell you exactly what you need to do, take you right to a really easy tab to do that. Or you can set it up through your bank and do that. That's what my husband and I do. But we just want to say thank, thank you for your faithfulness to support the ministries of the church. Your support allows us to do things like what we're doing right now, which is live stream the service to make it available when we can't come together. Uh, corporately as the body of Christ here in this building. Thank you for your faithfulness to this. Porch community, we don't know what the coming days hold. We don't know. We have no idea. But our Father in heaven most certainly does. And so we're not going to be people of fear. We're going to be people of faith. And so I would just say let's go before our loving Father together now with, with the rest of our nation and the world and let's pray together Father I repeat what I have been repeating to you and that is that you are not taken by surprise by these circumstances I know that there are those who are gripped by fear gripped by anxiousness and worry I know that there are so many unknown factors but God, I pray that you would show us, you would reveal to us how we can, like our kids are learning, bust those fears. That we can call to you, we seek out to you, and we trust that you hear our prayers, that you answer us. And Lord, would you deliver us by your Holy Spirit from being bound up by fear. So that we now, as someone who declares ourselves to be a follower of Christ, that wherever we go, we don't carry anxiety with us. We don't carry worry with us. We don't carry fear with us. No, we come and we, we are people of peace. We, we come into a situation and we are bringing hope. We come into a, a situation and we are bringing faith. We are bringing, bringing your sense of calm and your presence. God, that's, that's what we're called to do as, as, as your children. We're, we're called to, to be an example, to, to reflect the life of Christ wherever we go. So God, that's, that's what I want to do. I'm praying that for our church, that we would be people of great faith. And that wherever we find ourselves in the next couple of weeks and the opportunities and the ways that we can be present, Lord, that we would bring your light and your hope. God, we love you. You are God in all circumstances. We declare that now. We lift up your name. 
We thank you for your son, Jesus, who by his life and his death and his resurrection has brought about a new life for us to live into, to experience. Lord, would you receive the rest of this time we spend together, receive our, our, our singing, our words as an act of praise, an act of worship to you. We love you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.